Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, the very sick but still here, Evo Terra. Continuing on our theme this week of focus, today the focus is on your audience. And I'm going to uncover for you two mistakes that most podcasters make when they think about their audience. Here's the mistake we make. When we think about the audience, we're thinking about the people that are listening. We look at our download counts and we say, that's, that's my audience. We picture them in our mind of hundreds of people in an auditorium watching us. We go do live shows or we speak at podcasting conferences and we see the hundreds or in my case, not hundreds of people that are in attendance And we think about that as our audience. And we start falling into the trap of talking to our audience as a group of people. So that's the mistake. And I'm going to help you fix that mistake. The way you fix that mistake is understanding something. Podcasting is arguably the most intimate one-to-one form of communication we've yet developed. Radio started out, people would cluster around the radio, and listen to their programs. Television is viewed by lots of people simultaneously. The family gets together to watch TV. You go to a sports bar to watch a game on television. When you're in the car listening to the radio, you might have commuters with you or the whole family with you. Or you listen at work in the back room of of the shop. But podcasting is different. Podcasting by far is consumed via headphones plugged into a mobile device. And it doesn't take a lot of math to figure out that the most common way that happens is by one person. It's really rare to see someone with a splitter where they're sharing content with someone else or two people sharing a single earbud. Yeah, it happens, but it doesn't happen very often. So with that comes your first realization you should be talking to your audience as a single person. It is not them or they or any other sort of plurality. It is, when you're talking, a single person. Now, you'll notice right now I'm talking to you, the single person that is listening. It's actually a trick I learned from radio a long time ago, but it works for podcasting even better because it's more accurate this way. Focus on one single person. Never talk about the the complete audience. Never say, you know, if 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 you have this or if you're this kind of person. No, 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 no. You're talking about one. You're talking to a single person because ninety nine point nine percent of the time it is a single person who is listening. Now maybe there's lots of single people listening. So never talk about. Never talk to the listeners. 
talk to one person, like I'm talking to you right now. That's step number one. Now, here's a more advanced step. Once you've got that mastered, which is hard, it is so hard. I've been teaching, I'm trying to talk my clients into doing this and they just don't quite get it. So it's hard. It's not normal. But once you have that, dear listener, once you understand you're talking to one single person, I want you to go even further with that. And I want you to really understand who that person is. Now, if you happen to have worked in marketing previously or have known someone who's worked in marketing previously, you've heard this referred to as the avatar, a dumb name because it means lots of different things. And I didn't really like the movie. I don't really care for the name, but the idea is you identify who that single person listening is. Now, we recognize that you make you make a show for lots of different people to listen to. Yeah, ignore that. Stop thinking about that. We understand it. When you're thinking about your audience, when you're focused on your audience, you need to actually come up with who the perfect listener is for your show. And you want to know things. You want to know the age of that person, not an age range. Hey, um, you know, the marketing team will tell you, well, we're going to make a show that's targeted to a 25 to 34 year old female. No, 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 no. That's demographics. We don't want that. I want to know exactly how old the person is that you're making this show for, that your perfect audience, how old are they? What gender? What gender? Of course, it should appeal to a wide range, but you're, again, you're making this for one person. Who's the, You're trying to identify the perfect person here. So what gender is that particular person? What about their family situation? How many kids? Are they married? Those sorts of things. You want to know the familial situation that's here. What's their job? What do they do? What is the job of the very perfect person who's listening to your show? What is their job like? Where and when do they listen? Do they listen when they're taking a jog in the morning? Are they a health nut? Or do they listen on the in the car on the way to work or perhaps on the way home? Not when they listen to podcasts. Not when that person listens to podcasts, but when that person listens to your show. Two more things you want to know. Also, how will, for that person, once you've figured out all those things about that person, how will your, how will listening to your program change that person? Or what's the takeaway that that person will get after listening to your show, your episodes? So yes, I mean on an episode-by-episode episode basis, but, but overall, at the show level, what are you trying to do? And how will that person be changed by what it is you do? And then the last thing I want you to do is I want you to give that person a name. I want you to name him or her or them, whatever the word you want to use is. I want you to name that person so you figure out what their age, what their gender and their family, all that stuff, and then you give them a name. Now, when I started this, I said that most podcasters get it wrong. Well, I'm part of the club. I mean, I know this intrinsically. And the good news is I've, I've typically talked to one person. You know, I, I've, I've done that. But I'll admit, I didn't really, and I knew this, but I didn't really focus on who the right individual user, listener of my show is. But I'm getting better. I am getting better. I understand age. I understand male. I think I even understand what their what family like and job is like. I'm not quite ready to reveal it yet. Because once you do this, here's what happens. It'll change your show. It'll change the topics that you have for your show. When I know that Fred, I'm going to call him Fred. When I know more about Fred, I know what Fred wants. 
then I know what I want. And I find that perfect Venn diagram overlap in the middle. So every topic I come up with is just for Fred. And every way I decide to talk about things is just for Fred because I know how I want to change Fred. Now, the cool thing is I get to Groundhog Day this because if, if I change Fred to what I want, then maybe he stops listening, right? Well, I could ignore that. That's, again, a Groundhog Day, right? So Fred's going to come back the next day and I, I get a brand new Fred. We'll need to think about that. So even if I want that person to go off and you know never have to listen to me again because he's figured out all of the great future businessy type stuff of podcasting, great. But, but Fred will keep coming back. Keeps prowling around. So that's my idea. That's the way you focus on your audience. It's one person and you identify exactly who that person is. I'm doing it and I'll report back once it's actually done. So you understand, Fred, who you are. I would love for you to tell me that you've done it for your show because guess what Fred does for a living? Mm-hmm. Podcaster. Simple. Right. I want to know, Fred, whatever your name is. How are you doing this? How are you incorporating this to your show? Let me know, would you? Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. If you want to see a list of all the services that I offer, Fred, so that you can share that with the other people in your world who don't want to be as good of a podcaster as you and need some help, well, you can tell I'm sick. <laughs> Have them check out podcastlaunch.pro. All right, Fred. I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we're talking about, we're going to focus on your podcast business goals. Fred, I'll stop calling you Fred after this is over. All that's happening tomorrow. And, uh, and, and that's when I'll be back with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. I'm so sick. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org 
provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.